This is Inappropriate Earl. Special, special episode today. Uh, I am Casey Moran. I know that you want to hear Earl's voice, and you will. Oh, you will. Um, but uh, this is going to be a really, really fun episode, and something that I think all of you listeners need to hear. Um, we're going to cover why Earl left Roast Battle, and I am going to do the interviewing, but you're going to hear his voice more. So, Earl, welcome to your own podcast. Well, uh, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> And uh, a lot of people, uh, basically this podcast is happening because uh, everyone asks me why I'm not on the show anymore and I'm just sick of telling the same story. So uh, I figure for people who are interested, they listen to this podcast so I can just do this one last time. Because after today, I will not talk about why I left anymore. So if you want to know why Earl left, this is the podcast to listen to. And I do want to say that... uh, I wrote these questions on not just my behalf, but on behalf of all the fans, because I'm a fan of Roast Battle. So all these questions are coming from angles that I believe the fans would ask, not just somebody that, that happens to be friends with Earl. They're, I'm going to hit angles that, uh, you know, that, that I think that everybody's going to be happy with. And hey, if you have shit with my questions, come to me. Don't go to Earl. Please, I can take it. Yeah, I have not. I have no knowledge of one question Casey's going to ask me. Uh, this is true. And it's all this uh, episode is all done out of love. I love Roast Battle. Uh, I did not. Uh, I do too. Yeah, I mean, it's the best show on our three years in. It's still the hottest still show. Going. In LA. So. Um, all right. So first of all, uh, I watched Roast Battle last night on Periscope. Um, I didn't see you there for like a couple weeks in now. I know you were judged once, but uh, since you left. But are you ever coming back? I mean, I never say never. Uh, I think I left the show in a good way. I don't think I was like, well, fuck you guys do the show without me. Um, because that's the great thing about Roast Battle. Roast Battle is such a good show. Really, the only person it could not be done without is Brian Moses. Right. Uh, and of course, Jeff Ross. I mean, I think Coach T is tough to not do without, but uh, absolutely. Uh, but, but you're right. I think it could happen with just Moses and, and Jeff. You, uh, well, Coach T too. I mean, he's the yeah. star of the show. But so were you as the hater. And that brings me to my next question. Um, you've been back as a judge once. What do you think your role is going to be in the future? Do you think it could be a hater, judge, battler combination? Or do you think, do you think the future right now is just kind of you're chilling and trying to figure out your life? Well, I think at this point, uh, in terms of roasting, uh, And this may rub a few people the wrong way, but it's the truth. In my opinion, I have the best fight card of anyone on either side of the coast. Even Pete C or Doug Fager. Oh, they're great. I mean, there's other great fight cards out there. Because I know yours is good, but I also know that there's other strong ones too. But then there's ones that people take the easy out. And we're not going to go into names. But there are people that were, you know, 5-0 and because they took pretty easy opponents on. Well, yeah. I mean, like my last 10 opponents, uh, uh, Jesse Joyce, uh, Comedy Central's number one roast writer. I had to beat him to get on a Comedy Central show. To get to Tom Ballard. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, everyone else on Road to Roast Battle last year in June, to get into Montreal, they got to battle their friends, yeah. you know, people they were familiar with. Uh, not me. You had to take on Comedy Central's number one guy. I had to take on someone uh, I've never met before, someone who everyone was coming up to me going, dude, it's Jesse Joyce. He's like, he's the guy. Like, he, when Comedy Central does a roast, he gets the first phone call, start writing. Uh, so, and to get on a Comedy Central show, like, it's like, 
you know, that was uh, 15 years in want a credit at Comedy Central. This is how you get it. Right. Beat our guy. And uh, and you did that. I did. And he's great. And you beat Tom Ballard and you beat Jimmy Carr. Yeah, I, I agree with this fight card thing. I do want to ask this. But let me yeah, I'm not even like fuck. Yeah. You, you know, go. Let's get into the rest of the fight cards. So you've got uh, Jesse Joyce, uh, Tom Ballard. And a lot of people uh, don't know who Tom is. Uh in the roast battle world, because he's from Australia, uh, a lot, what a lot of people don't understand is there was an untelevised season of roast battle, and it was called Jeff Ross Roast Masters Invitational. And in my, I was there with Whitney Rice as the hater, and uh, in my opinion, Tom Ballard beat Jimmy Carr, uh, and a lot of people would tell you that. So, you know, when I tell people it's a big deal to beat Tom Ballard, they're like, well, we've never heard of him. Well, he beat Jimmy Carr, in my opinion. Right. Uh, so in my bracket in Montreal, I had to, not just on my side of the bracket, but in my bracket, I, in my opinion, had the two toughest guys in the tournament. Yeah. In my bracket. Right. While other people were given three retarded people they picked up <laughs> at the airport. Um, you know, and non-roasters, half their bracket was non-roasters. Right, uh, right. So you go Jesse Joyce, Tom Ballard, Jimmy Carr, Sarah Tiana. And I've said this before. Losing to Sarah is better than most people's wins. Yeah. Uh, and then to beat <laughs> K. Trevor Wilson in Canada is unheard of this is a guy who in the untelevised season beat sarah tiana and sarah tiana is like basically unbeatable right um unless he, you're mike lawrence or right. i guess uh k trevor uh, uh, yeah uh, i mean k trevor wilson would mop the floor with anyone in la right. trust me on that he'd be one. a top three maybe top. oh he'd be the he'd be number one he'd be he, the guy because he gets it he looks at you and go all right you're gonna call me fat yeah. he got uh, hinchcliffe good that was a good yeah i mean he beat tony hinchcliffe so uh, you know yeah. and then in la uh, you know, I, I've beaten uh, people in the top five. You know, it's not like I padded my fucking record no. against my unfunny friends who I knew I could beat. Even you know. the ones that you weren't, that wasn't top five, like a guy like Benji, who you think could be a top five roaster if he did oh it Oh, my enough. God. Benji, if he did it more, would be right. a easily a top five. Shout out to the Verzi triplets who had the best intro for you ever. Yeah, cool. And the worst. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, okay. You know, that's Fair enough. Uh, my fight card speaks for itself. Yeah, and, no, I agree. Uh, but that being said, what if Moses came to you and said, hey, Earl, you're my day one. You've been here since day one. You have been. You saw Kenny Lyons versus Josh Martin. You were there. You were the, the initial hater. I want to make you a producer of the show. I want to give you money to go down to John Varvatos and go on a shopping spree. Would you do that? Well, I already do that anyway. <laughs> but so. but it, it, on Comedy Central's dime every time. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> the, you tell producer the, meaning you don't have to be there for the live events, except you know. Well, like, I wasn't in season two. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Asked to sit down uh, for Olivia's battle, and then bumped out of my seat for Stephanie Sambari's brother. <laughs> So uh, I don't know what the hell that was about, but wow. when in Rome, her brother, huh? yeah, not even bumped out of my seat for Stephanie Sampari, but her brother, my brother, uh, my brother knows a thing about roast battle and I couldn't get a seat. Well, I mean, Dr. Ken, who is like a legend to me, he was like, Hey, uh, Earl's, uh, I, 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 
exactly sure what his words were, but I want to meet Earl. I'm a fan of his because Dr. Ken is a huge wrestling fan. He's a great dude. And uh, he, Dr. Ken gets what I'm doing. Like nobody but Dr. Ken. Is- or Jim Carrey. Well, Jim Carrey was cool. Like uh, during one roast battle when I was hating, Jim Carrey came up to me after the show and was like, hey, Archie, where's Edith? Like he got it instantly. And that was his first time back comedy store in years. First back, first time back in like, I think 15 years or something. I mean, when you're making 10, yeah. 15, you don't tw- need to come back 20 million a film, you're not going to want to go on uh, in the power hour yeah. uh, at the store. It's just, you know, what the hell would you? I would, to right. be honest with you, because I love stand up. But right. Uh, and then Dr. Ken uh, sees me. Uh, my night couldn't have gone any better. He's like, dude, can I take a picture with you? I'm like, he said, wow. He's, I'm like, what? He's like, I love your Rick Rude stuff. Like, Rick Rude was a very famous pro wrestler. Yeah. Uh, recently inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, he's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> Good job, Vince. Uh, How rude. Yeah, really. Well, they're running out of guys. Yeah. Uh, DDP. They're, they're DDP is great. I good. take his yoga. He gave me the password for free. I heard it's great. Um, you know, so uh, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Ken. And then, you know, by the end of the night, uh, I was sitting in an exit row with Haiti uh, watch, <laughs> watching the fucking battles. So exit uh, row. Uh, yeah, so uh, right. you know, I'm a performer to answer okay. your question. I don't. I not a producer, but a I don't want to produce. Fair enough. You know, I'm just uh, thought I'd ask. Yeah, you know, I'm not uh, a roaster per se. I'm a performer. Well, you are a roaster in my book and a lot of the, your fans' books. So, were you ever scared to roast anybody in particular? I'm scared every time I roast. Are you really? Absolutely, because uh, it keeps me on the edge where I gotta be. Okay. Like, I go into every battle thinking I'm going to lose. Well, that being said, you've had some epic, epic, epic matches. Sarah Tiana, Benji, Jimmy Carr, Olivia. Are there any chances for a rematch? Any chances rematch, particularly Olivia, because I never got to see that, and I heard that was amazing. Uh, It was a great battle, uh, for sure. And, uh, you know, I never say never. Um, If she asked you today, would you do it? Well, I don't don't think that's going to happen today. But, uh, you know, she'd be one of the few I'd do a rematch with because I think a lot of people were uh, robbed of seeing us in the belly room because of certain uh, situations. It'd be round three, right? Uh, no, we've only oh, battled okay, once. You did, but okay, sorry, um, you did one. Okay. You know, I would like a uh, rematch with Tiana in the belly room because I love Sarah. Now and that you have more free time, are you going to make a run at dating Mama Tiana? No, no, no. Tiana's the best. I mean, she's my comedy crush. and uh, I know. wanted to sneak that question in. I'm glad I did. Oh, yeah, she's the best. And, uh, you know, I'll only battle people I like. Uh, but you know, if I ever do battle again, it will be for a title shot and that's it. Uh, you know, I've, I've proven everything, right? Uh, there, there's, uh, in my opinion, I don't need to roast anymore. I could be like the undertaker and retire right. and I will be, as Pat Barker would say on the Mount Rushmore of roast battle when they chisel the faces and you know, these shows don't last forever. So all you cocky battlers who are in the top 20, you know, as soon as this show's done, guess what? You're going to have to walk the comedy store as a stand-up. No one's going to look at you and go, oh, my God, this guy was ranked 18th. Well, there's no roast battle next week or the week after that. So good luck, Jack. Good luck getting on potluck. Yeah, good luck when I'm hosting, Holmes. (laughs) And see, there's things you fools don't recognize. There's a thing called a phone. 
And usually how a phone works is you dial one <laughs> and then an area code. And then there's seven digits after the area code. And usually, you know, the person who's going to pick up on the other line and they say hello, then you say hello. And then you talk about things. All kinds of things can be talked about on a telephone. Gigs. People might want to get in certain places. So you should really think long term before you burn people. Because uh, I got a long fucking memory. Sorry, I'm going off the rails. I love this. I'm just looking at all my questions and trying to figure out what's next. I think this is what I'm going to go with. You talk about... This is your interview. So this you, is my interview, and I'm fucking loving doing this. This is an honor. Um, you talk about you know, hating and, and a little bit, but I think that more people, even though your battling is great, your judging is great, and what I like about your judging, Earl, is that you're fair and you're a technical... St- you already have the comic relief of the other of the other uh, roast or excuse me, the other judges, but you come in from a technical standpoint because you've been there on all angles, whether it's hating, whether it's uh, roasting... You've done it all. So right now, the Saudi prince is, is kind of in your chair. He's a great guy, but do you think he could do it every week? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, the Saudi prince is great. I mean, in the spirit of full honesty, uh, I think I wish they wouldn't do the haters role. I mean, do you wish they would retire your chair. Yeah. But let me say this. Uh, you know, it is my creation. Uh, and I'm not acting like I invented the fucking adam uh but you know that uh portion of the show was created uh basically mocking uh an ex-employee uh of the store and no one else would have come up with that idea and that idea helped save a lot of battles uh in the early days uh no one disputes that roast battle is on tv and as successful as it is because of jeff ross it is on TV because of Jeff Ross. Right. But all those but, other things before, with Moses and you. And- but I will say this. It doesn't get to Jeff Ross if it's not for me and Moses. People would come to see me and Moses do our thing. Right. Because the early battles, for the most part, were, you know. Not it, a packed house in there? It was, um, You know, it built week by week. But, you know, the early battles were not uh, Sarah Tiana against Mike Lawrence. I can assure you that much. Right. It was open micer versus open micer. Yeah. One round. And uh, so me and Moses would save it. Uh, not every week, but most every week. And then Jeff came on board and, you, you know, it took off. Right. So. Right. Okay. Do you regret anything you said as a judge, a hater or even a battler? Let me see. Um, no, because um, all my Joe, I've done 12 battles. So that's probably uh, anywhere from 70 to 100 jokes I've done. Uh, not one has been untrue. Of course, not everyone follows the rules on that one. But, uh, you know, I, you know, I look at my uh, battle with Olivia. I might regret doing that one because uh, we were dating at the time. And, uh, you know, Don Barris tried to talk me out of it. Actually, a few people tried to talk me out of it. They're like, dude, don't do it. You guys, it'll never be the same after because, you know, uh, you both will take things personally. And, uh, you know, I remember she had a joke about how big my head forehead is. And, like, I remember the next day I'm looking in the mirror for like an hour going, oh, fuck, I do have a big forehead. And then I was really self-conscious about it. And then uh, I'm sure, uh, I mean, I can't speak for her, but I'm sure she maybe uh, was self-conscious about something i said and so uh you know i I regret 
even though it was an amazing battle, uh, I, I guess I kind of regret that one to a degree. Uh, you know, it's tough. Like when you battle, you go, you got to go for the throat. So that means you're trying to hurt someone's feelings. Like when I'm battling, I'm trying to say something so mean and so uh, disheartening to the other roaster to throw off what they're about to say about me. Like with Jesse Joyce, who I love. I mean, just people think he's a nice guy. man. Oh, dude. He's like, he, I have so much respect for him as a comic, as a roaster, as a roast writer. I mean, he gets paid a lot of money to write. I don't at midnight also at midnight. He, he And he's always, you know, as soon as our battle was over, he's like, dude, let me get you on at midnight. You know, I love you. And, and I was like, dude, I wish I had your career. Uh, but you know, I, I, you know, in the battle against him, uh, I knew he would outright me. Like I knew his jokes would be yeah. better uh, technical jokes than mine, which is basically anyone I battle. Um, so I had a strategy of, you know, I made him go first, which, uh, or I didn't make him, but, you know, I, I called him out. I think I said something to the effect of, well, you're the big pro here. You show me how it's done. Knowing that in all likelihood, his first joke would be long. And it was. So my rebuttal was well that joke lasted longer than your first marriage <laughs> and i don't like saying stuff like that i don't know him yeah uh, I, I don't like right like saying something that, like you that. sign up for that so i mean you did and, and yeah. before the battle i asked him right before i'm like hey man is there anything you don't want me to talk about or joke about uh and i think he knew what i was asking because he was very his best friends with greg giraldo and my second joke was about greg giraldo and i knew good. i knew it would hurt him yeah and if he and said, it showed, it showed that it hurt him. It definitely like you, you could see the uh like just the look in his eyes of like, oh fuck. Uh but he said anything's a fair target. Uh, as it is with me. Like uh so I, I mean I regret I don't regret saying those two jokes, but I didn't like doing them. But it's blood sport up there. Right. Like, if you sign up for uh you know, roast battle, you sign I sign up for, you know, jokes about past relationships or my parents dying two months apart. Uh, Benji had a great joke about uh, the first person who died in my life that meant a lot to me. Uh, Leroy, he, he was like a caretaker for me. Yeah, that hit you hard. It did. I literally started to well up when he said Leroy's name because I knew what was coming. And I know Benji's brutal uh, in terms of his uh, viciousness and my only concern was don't cry in front of everyone. Do not cry. Do not cry. And I think that's when I lied down. So if I did cry, nobody could see me. Right. Um, but uh, so I don't necessarily like trying to hurt people's feelings, but you have to like, right. uh, but I do think there's rules of engagement. Like if I ever battle Doug Fager, I won't, I won't even reference his brother passing away. Uh, That's out of respect. It's out of respect. Cause I love Doug. If and do I, you think you could beat Doug without having to go that it's tough, you yeah. know, that's another thing. It's underrated like, battler, Doug Fager. Oh, I don't think he's underrated anymore. Like he's a killer. Right. And, uh, same right. thing with Pat Barker. If I ever battle Pat Barker, I won't even reference, uh, uh, yeah. his uh, uh you know yeah. situation with him, him and his wife uh, sure. had to go through other I, people did and i don't need to win that bad right um, right so it's okay. uh, i do regret some of those jesse joyce jokes uh i do uh you know regret uh you know some other jokes i've said uh you know when i battled uh whitney rice who was uh we were dating at the time and it goes almost the same situation with olivia like um 
you know, I mean, Whitney's beautiful. Anyone who knows who Whitney Rice is knows she's fucking stunning. Yeah, I met her at uh, the regular hero event at Children's Hospital. She yeah. was super oh, sweet. I met her sister, too. Alex they were, Rice, the Rice sisters. They were the really nice. I had, a, I had a good time chatting with them. Oh, I mean, I, uh, you know, we'll be friends forever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she's beautiful. And right. uh, here I am shitting on her looks. And, and, you know, it's like I didn't really believe in the jokes. Right. Uh, so I regret. Uh, yeah saying certain jokes. Well, that brings me to my next question. Cause you did date Whitney Rice. You also date Olivia and you battled both of them. Those relationships might not have ended how you wanted. Um, is that, is that something, um, that you, you know, you regret it, how, how, what happened there? If you don't mind me asking, like what went through your mind and what do you think went through theirs? If you can maybe even speak of that. Well, um, I, I can't blame roast battle for either, uh, breakup, but I don't think it's a good move to, uh, battle people you're dating i mean in theory it sounds like a fun idea uh you know i know with me and olivia we were like oh this will be great and you know of course our battle kept getting delayed uh, you know over and over again for uh you know various reasons and like we literally started telling each other the jokes not that we were going to do but like our left like i had 406 jokes uh whoa 406 and she had just as many if not more so we like let's just tell each other the jokes we weren't going to use. Yeah, I heard you guys talk about a couple of the jokes you didn't use uh, on your guys on the podcast that she came on. Yeah, yeah. It was a great podcast. Oh, she's awesome. Uh, I don't know her well, but she's always been kind to me. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I mean, to to be that young and that successful at a show. She's pretty mature, too, for being that young, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. For the conversations I've had. She's more mature than I am, but that's not saying much. So, uh, you know, I I just think in theory, when you're battling someone you're dating, uh, bad move oh absolutely i mean uh, do you think anybody could do it and be successful at it no because i think uh, there got to be a comedy couple out there right now like do you think if jay light battled leah when they were dating that they would have i don't think it would be good for either because he's gonna i can't speak for either one i just it was an example i love jay i don't know leah but i i i hear good things i just well i was an example of just it was my first one that i thought of but if you take those uh if you take jay and leah and you know i can't say what jokes they would do because i don't know but like i'm assuming um you know jay might say something about uh something from leah's uh, past uh you know whether it be uh personal or professional uh i can't imagine she wouldn't take that little bit personally and then you know, she might say something about, uh, well, you came early the other night or whatever. And that's going to fuck with Jay. He's going to be, Oh my God. Uh, you know, uh, does she not like how I do this to her or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, uh, what happens when couples, uh, battle and okay. not many couples have battled. You've had a lot of, uh, well, Lewis J Gomez battled Karen Feehan on TV and then they broke up, but I don't know if it was a rose battle thing, but there are things like that. Well, I don't think you can blame roast battle. No, for, uh, but I, I think you're right. It doesn't look like it's got a good track record of keeping people together. I just think it plants seeds and in, in, in the uh, both people's yeah. heads. You get stuff out that you normally wouldn't have said. Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to win. So there's yeah. also that like, you know, people are watching it, People are egging you on. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. You're like me and Whitney was in the belly room and, you know, the, it was a, a mystery battle. It was billed as. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't I, know that. One. I don't, it was so early on in the show. I don't think there was a roast report yet. So like someone tweeted out. No, tonight. Josh Waldron. Yeah. There was, this was before Josh Waldron. Uh, I think that it was someone Moses or whoever was 
doing it on Twitter, said tonight's main event is question mark versus question mark. Oh, I like that. And me and Whitney walked through the belly room uh, back stairwell door. Uh, you know, she had this dress on, like, like she looked amazing. And then I had like, I don't know, a fur coat and, you know, leather pants on. Uh, and then me and Olivia were at Riot. So, uh, you know, it was uh, a packed theater. But, uh, you know, it's I don't think I would uh, advise anyone who's dating. All right. You know, like Stuart Thompson and Anna Valenzuela. That would be a bad move because I like both. Two great that. roasters, uh, yeah. two great writers, two great comics. Uh, they're really into each other, which is awesome. Um, great people, too. Oh, opinion. yeah. But, you know, if Stuart said something about Anna and vice versa, I, I just I think it leads to problems. OK. And, and, and Don Barris tried to tell me with the Olivia battle. He's like, and Don Barris is like my best friend up at the comedy store. He's a good man. At Windy City Heat, Jimmy him alive uh warm up uh belly room uh, longest oh. show in com longest show in comedy store history which is pretty amazing the uh, ding, ding dong, dong show, show. yeah um, okay he really tried to talk me out of it and he's of course, a good friend seems like well of course me and don joke around so much that I, I didn't know if he was being quite serious or not but looking back now uh, he's such a good friend that he was like dude don't and i won't say two other people who i respect and are very big time in the business we're like dude don't do that battle right it, and uh you know so it's tough all right <laughs> okay so i'm gonna go a little harder here absolutely i was on facebook the other day i saw a flyer for new york versus la they're flying uh new york comics out to la because in uh march la went to uh new york as some people know pat barker beat chrissy cielo keith carey beat scott chaplin and uh, Alex Hooper lost his belt to E.I. Sayers. Now, Earl, I'm a big fan of Roast Battle, and I saw on one of the Roast reports that you were scheduled May 23rd for the both Roast title championship, New York and L.A. Somehow, on this flyer I saw today, it says that Keith Carey now gets the title shot. Let's talk about that. Why well, do you think Keith? I mean, that's not a title shot, you know. Because uh, he's ranked like, I don't know where he is, but. Uh, he ain't, I don't know where he is. He, I don't uh, keep up. Maybe with the, he's top 12. Uh, uh, well. Um, he's he, got a good amount of losses. He, he lost to Jamar the other night. So, you know, it, I don't know who made that battle, but I mean, Stevie Wonder can see that's not the proper battle. Because uh, you said a great thing, uh, I think, with. With uh, Johnny Stewart, not Tommy Stewart, you said yes. that that's like uh, the Cavaliers taking on the Lakers right now. Well, it's like literally, uh, it, it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like say I don't know, I don't follow basketball that much, but it's like the it was it was fair because Lakers aren't very good right now, and I'm not saying Keith's not very good, but he's not at the he's not. I in my opinion, he wasn't the the number one contender. You were. Well, I take the rankings literally, and I think. And uh, you were third and second. You were third only because Frank won the championship, but right. you were second since Montreal up until Rose Battle two, right? I've been ranked number two since Montreal, and then after Rose Battle, obviously Frank. Frank goes one. Alex and goes two. And I think Pat Barker was uh, also uh, because he battles more yeah. than I do. Uh, so I think I was fourth at the time. Uh, but and now you're not on the ranking. Well, I asked to be taken off because to me, you know, when you have a guy who's outside the top ten and because of his loss last week, 
against a member of the fucking wave. Uh, who the trip? Do even the triplets beat the wave? Well, the wave's great, and Jamar is so. Yeah, Jamar is funny. Jamar is uh, obviously an amazing comic, uh, and he's a great roaster. Like he, he's like Benji. If he did it more, he'd be amazing. Right. Uh, but uh, you know. So you do not agree no, with, with this? it's okay. not a championship okay. match. I don't care what what, do, what would you call this? Is it an exhibition? Is it just... I don't know what it is, but it's not a championship match. So if match. Keith wins somehow, on the grace of God, he wins. And then he says, hey, Earl, I want to take you on. Do you take that battle? No. Okay. Um, Can I ask why? Well, uh, you know, I think if you've listened uh, to Inappropriate Earl before... I have. Uh, you... Uh, no. Let's just say this. Me and him will never share a stage again. And so when you talk about rematch, you beat Keith with 20 minutes notice, right? You would not rematch Keith Carey. I mean, there's nothing for me to gain by it. You know, not even like, a championship. Nah, I'm good. Fair uh, enough. Okay. You know, uh, now that brings me to the next question. If Eli wins... He mentioned maybe taking you on. Would you go against Eli for a title shot in, in 2017? Not really, because, uh, like... What if Olivia beats Eli and Olivia says, Earl, let's battle? I don't think she would do that at the current time. But, but hypothetically speaking, what do you say to that? I don't know, because I don't think... Uh, I'm really trying to get you to fucking battle, dude. Well, here's the thing. And uh, I really think the basketball analogy I threw out is the perfect example. I don't I don't follow basketball, but uh, I don't know who the best team in the East is. But I'll just say Cleveland. You know, Cleveland. Gets Cleveland. Well, Boston won. They 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 won. Uh, they got the first seed. Okay. With, uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, Jr. But uh, so let's say Boston is the best team in the league. Boston Lakers is funny because I mean they they have a rivalry. And they're going to get to the finals. If they get to the finals, let's say they get to the finals. Okay. And the Western Conference is undecided. And the NBA goes to Boston and goes, you can pick your finals opponent. Now, uh, if they were smart and wanted respect, they would say, well, Golden State's the best team in the West. We want Golden State. They're not going to look at a list of NBA teams and go, you know what? The Lakers are the worst team in the league, but they play a lot. So we're going to play the Lakers. It's like you wouldn't right. get any respect in the room. I got and, you. Uh, I had a very nice conversation with Eli because uh, he reached out to me. He's a nice guy. He's, He's a great like guy. And, uh, you know, I felt bad because this was our first really interaction. Well, it was our first interaction. He's like, hey, dude, uh, a lot of people say you're the guy out there, but I'm going to battle uh, who he's battling. Instead, I'm he's like battling well, Keith and I'm like, well, dude, that's not really how it works. Uh, you know, I mean, he's got some power because he's got both belts, but like how we do it in L.A. and, uh, you know, make no mistake about it. There is no New York show unless the L.A. show was happening. And they know that, though. And right? that's not me. And I think that show is now defunct or it's going. Well, to I be. think it'll come back. Yeah. But like, let me say this about New York comics and New York roast battlers. Please do. They showed me so much love when I was. Uh, Except that one guy who were, you were judging. He did not like your honesty. Well, you got a little like, you know, I'm a big thing. Well, we'll get into that in a second. Sorry. But like, I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. Like, you know, this is your interview. Uh, and I'm having fun doing it. Thank you for having uh, me. Dude, I mean, this was uh, like uh, someone you had told you this is therapy for me. Because, yeah. I mean, literally last night I went to roast battle after. And, you know, six people. Why aren't you up there anymore? And I just had to tell the story six times. So those six people and then and hopefully you know, 5,000 more can listen to this. Once or twice a week, you know, I, why aren't you up there? Do you not like, you know, Moses or Jeff? I'm like, no, I love both. Like, we're cool. But uh, Yeah, I was hanging out with you the other day and Jeff came up to you and said, hey, Earl. How yeah, I mean, Jeff came up to me last night. And uh, so, but I just don't, uh, you know, 
like if I'm the champ, I'm going to take on the number two guy or a girl. Could be a girl. Right. Uh, I'm not going to look at a list of names and go, well, I want to take on the number 15th ranked guy. Because uh, clearly anybody's going to do that because it's an easy, well, not an easy win, but it's an easier win. Well, I mean, I can't speak for Eli in, yeah. in, in what's in his head, but like right. he's not going to get the respect of anyone in the room. Right. Like if you beat him, it's like, yeah. well, uh, 12 other people have beaten him. Right. Fair like, enough. And that's not talking shit. No, no, no just, that's, that's the truth. And I go on stats and facts and you know and you have two losses and they're both two girls both the girls both girls that you dated yeah but no no i never dated sarah tian well you know we can all hope earl yeah but uh (laughs) i love sierra tian it's not she's the best and she's an amazing roaster and i really mean it like losing to her and being like relatively close with her in that and you made out with her that's kind of cool i mean everyone wins But it's just, it, that's not a title match. Whatever's right. happening May 23rd, okay. it, it's just not. Well, let me ask you this. You, a title match is the two best right. going at it. And like, I'm assuming Frank Castillo, you know, you want a TV title. You don't really care that much about the the local title. Right. Uh, and then uh, Pat Barker's having a baby. You know, he's not going to want to like write right. 100 jokes. Mike Lawrence is a TV champion. Right. So I mean, he, he hasn't battled for a long time. He probably doesn't want to do it. And then, you know, Alex Hooper, uh, you know, uh, probably uh, wouldn't be considered to get the immediate rematch. I don't uh, think he cares as much as people think he does. He's got a lot of other things going on. Yeah, but I mean... No, so but I agree. I agree. If you take all those people out, I was the next guy. Well, you were... you Like you said, you were the number one contender. Now... I beat Jimmy Carn. Well, here's a, another thing that they... Uh, you know, I was told by someone on the show well they want you to battle zach amico for number one contender and i love zach amico he's great he's been on this podcast you won't find a sweeter guy on earth i loved his podcast with you it was great he's great and he's big a great, wrestling guy big, huge wrestling guy big music guy horror he's a, movies horror movies he's a great roaster and and uh this was no offense to him but i was like dude I beat Jimmy Carr on TV. I'm the number one contender now. Yeah. I'm not battling someone else. It's like, no. I no. You. You're right. So, well, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I'm well, right for me. Well, in my opinion, you're right. Um, and th- that's all uh, subjective if people want to take that in. Well, but uh, I mean like. Way. But I mean, but you're, you're laying out your argument now. But if the title match goes on as is uh, and, and say Eli wins. It's like, well, like I just said, it's like, dude, you know, you're not exactly joining an exclusive group. Right. And then if the other dude wins, there's no way he can come in there the next week and say he's the best roaster in that room. That's not me talking shit. Okay. That's just, you know, when you've lost 12 times, you know, and there's 12 people in the room who've beaten you, you know. It's a, yeah, no, I got you. It's a no brainer. All right, so Johnny Stewart, he was your last guest on this podcast. Yes. Great guest. I liked having him back. I mean, it's your podcast, but I love listening. He uh, he had a good question. He asked you who your favorite battler was, and you gave a couple options. You said Pat Barker, Doug Fager, and yada, 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 right? Olivia. I would like to know, Earl, who do you think the most overrated battler is? Well, I mean, like you said, uh, you know, some of the younger battlers who, you know, are like seven and oh and six and one and like Albert Escobedo didn't have a, an, an easy card, but he didn't have a super hard one, but he was, he retired at eight. No, I think. Well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I like Albert a lot. That's not a dig at him at all. I'm just using him as an example. Uh, there, there are some undefeated. I think Robbie Goodwin's undefeated. 
Well, I feel bad for Robbie Goodwin because, like, um, you know, here's the thing. He's challenging uh, better battlers, but... They're turning him down. They're turning him down, but I get it. Like, if I was still battling, I wouldn't battle him, and it's no... He's, di- you know, he's he's really a different type of battler. Well, he's great. I mean, yeah. you know... He's got, a, he's got a lot of energy and charisma, and he, he's big eyes. I Robbie's a good... He was an intern at a Comedy Central. I really like Robbie Goodwin. He's a great writer. He's a great roaster, but, like, I'm a selfish battler at this point. To me... I have to have something to gain from battling. Like, uh, you know, I didn't really like the last feeling I had when I battled Benji because it was like, well, if I beat him, it really does nothing for me. It was almost a lose-lose. Yeah, because everyone's going to say, well, dude, you just beat a guy who hadn't battled in three years. And then, in my opinion, if he beat me, he probably would have gotten season two. And it's like, now I'm a tackling dummy for people who you know, uh, want to be made to look good. So, uh, like I think some of the battlers like Robbie and Albert are going to get turned down for big battles. Cause it's like the people in the top 10 only want to battle each other. Right. So it's like, well, I'll speak for myself. It's like, I have to have a gain from battling, you know, like if, uh, Sarah Tiana says, Hey Earl, I want to rematch with you in the belly. I mean, she probably doesn't want to rematch. She already beat me, but I would be like, okay, she I might get- though. I mean, she might say, hey, do you want a rematch in the belly room? I like you so much. I'll give you that. I would gain benefit from that. Uh, So I have to see uh, a benefit from now on if I battle. Battling Eli would have been a benefit. He's got both belts. He's, uh, in general, he beat Mike Lawrence. So he's he's considered the best. So beating him raises my stature. Okay. Okay. I do want to know this, um, and this isn't necessarily for for Saudi Prince uh, Cena, but in general, in case somebody wanted to be a hater, right? How would you stay likable as the hater character? Because you are the most likable racist character. It's a character, of course. I well, I just I say that because there are idiots that, for whatever reason, oh yeah, I want mean, to talk their know. their game. But, you know, to go back to you asked me a question a few minutes ago and I ramble. Uh, no, I love it. This is perfect. When I said uh, I wish opinion. they would retire the haters table, uh, I will say this. See, uh, the Saudi prince, I don't want to say his real name. Ah, he, he's uh, great. Great guy. I, he's the only one I would want to see do it. Right. So nobody else. Because no. they've had. Uh, what about Whitney Rice? She comes back. I Oh, yeah. She, I, she would. Uh, I know. It's all hypothetical here. Well, I don't think she would do it unless right. it was with me. Right. Um, that was a great. We just yeah. got along great. Because uh, there was, there, I think the Mean Boys tried it. Amid tried it. A couple other people tried it. And uh, it's not that they're bad at it. It's just a different style. And I think you, you, Whitney, and Cena are the salt and pepper. Like, those are the people that work. Well, I think. Um, would you agree? Well, uh, I think I had about eight people. Uh, okay. Didn't you it. give Kenny Lyons a I shot? I gave Kenny Lyons a shot. You know, I thought, hey, this is the guy who literally started this we whole are thing. in this room right now because of Kenny Lyons and Josh Martin. And they don't get enough credit. Uh, so, uh, but Kenny Lyons went wild. He went rogue on me and started talking about Chris D'Elia or something. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And Chris then, D'Elia. Uh, and then I, uh, to me, out of the eight people I've had it, excluding Whitney and uh, Saudi Prince, I think Pat Barker and Omid were uh, by far the best at it. Okay. Because they got the sense of timing that, you know, the haters table, uh, it's the pepper on the steak. Yeah. It's not 
uh, I think certain people try to make it about them. And, and, and it's, you know, just like Moses doesn't make it about him. He's the point guard. He passes the ball. Right. You do the same in a sense. Okay. Well, I try. And, uh, you did you know, great. Omid was great at getting in a line and then uh, backing off. Backing, and Pat Barker, his timing was amazing. And, Pat's you know, frankly, Omid, Omid uh, is great. Omid is the best. And they're both great people. Like, I don't uh, know Omid, but Pat just did my podcast. Big fan of him. I mean, Pat's like, you won't find a nicer person on earth. And Omid. Shout out to Pat. He's a normal guy. He's and just then a he nice just guy. happens to be a comic. If everyone was like Pat and Omid, in, not just in roast battle, but in stand up. And in life, know. really. Yeah. But I mean, comedy's a brutal business. It's very negative. Especially LA comedy. Yeah, it's the worst. Welcome to Hollywood. Welcome to Axel was right. Welcome to the fucking jungle. Fucking uh, Palmers. If you got the money, honey, we got your disease. <laughs> uh, All right. But. Um, Another reason why I stopped having people at the table was like some of the judges were like, yo, man, uh, we know Earl, you know, but we don't know that dude. And he's making fun of me. Uh, I don't think so. Right. Uh, well, because you do have a great relationship with the Theo Vaughns and the Chris Delia. Steve Byrne. Steve uh, Byrne. I've known for 10 years. You know, um, uh, Natasha Legera, all those people, they all know you. I did open mics with Nat Natasha. That's like, what I'm saying. Everybody loves you. You know, they I, don't know them. Here's no. an open. Not, I'm not saying a specific person, but let's say an open micer comes up and starts shitting on him, just like when people shit on Hinchcliffe for his special, which is like, dude, like you said in your podcast before, why don't you get a special and then you can shit on him? You yeah, know? when you can get a. Uh, I love Tony. When you, yeah, Tony is like uh, the uh, should be the. Um, I don't idols the wrong word, but like should be uh, the standard for how you just perceive and fucking. It's like a model, you know. He almost. shot your the model of, of yeah. what you're supposed to do, how to succeed in roasting world. It roasting, but comedy, you know. Yeah. Here's a guy. He's a hustler. He works hard. Yeah, he shot his own special. Lived in his car. Sold it. Uh, he's he's a, his story is amazing. Yeah, I, I, mean, I say that because he said it on another podcast. I wouldn't out him. But I'm a big believer in don't criticize anyone. Unless you can do it better. So you might not like Tony's special. Uh, but I'd like to see you do a better one. Yeah. you do, Just get a special. Right. And yeah. get it on Netflix. Right. He did all of that. I mean. He uh, did the groundwork and and I and he's a great comic. Yeah. Um, all right. So me and you, we get along. One of the reasons we get along so well is because we both love sports. I'm a sports fanatic. I was a sports caster for 10 years. Big fan. Who would you compare yourself in terms of your battling or, or judging or hater in term, when it comes to an athlete of any generation, any sport, I know you've mentioned Buster Douglas before, but who, what athlete, and it could be a wrestler, would you would you uh, compare yourself to, and why? Well, I mean, in terms of my uh, roasting, I would say if I was comparing myself to a wrestler, uh, I would say Rick Rude. Okay. Uh, not only because that's who I try and do a loose uh, impression of while I'm doing it, because Rick Rude never got the proper respect. Uh, you know, Rick Rude was never a WWE champion. Uh, you know, he should have been. Um, and I think that's, uh, I don't feel I've gotten my proper respect uh, on this show in, in various forms, right. uh, you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, um, and you know, I'm a specialist, like my special, uh, talent, if you want to call it, that is rebuttals. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not the greatest joke writer. I'm a perform. I'm a performer. I'm like kiss, 
Kiss are not great musicians. They will tell you that. But they're still touring for 40 fucking years. Right. You know, when bands who are better from a technical standpoint aren't even playing anymore. Right. So, uh, you know who I would compare you to? Who? Bartolo Colon. Here's why. Old faithful, consistent, can go against the young guys and fucking succeed. That's why. Well, I mean, I've said this before, like, and people, uh, Dan Henderson. Dan Henderson. Yeah. I mean, older guy. Uh, Competed with the young. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, like but, held his own. Well, what I learned, you know, I learned the most uh, from battling and uh, from watching Olivia. Like she was the first person I saw who really turned her roasting weaknesses into a strength against the other person. And she was what, 19 when she, she started was 19 yeah. and you know, when she would, uh, you know, when I first saw her, I think battle, uh, Matt Cole, he was just hitting her with fat jokes and she's make- not even fat. No fat jokes, makeup jokes, whatever. I think Leah Kajanian's makeup joke was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, and Leah is another one who like, you know, a lot of people are going to hit her nose and uh, Leah's right. really pretty. And yeah, and, of course. Uh, but you know, Leah, well, I might have a big nose, but, your your fucking whole face is ugly. Yeah, your and, dick is small. Yeah, or, or Olivia. Not that she'd say that she's better than that, right. but it was an example. And Olivia would do the same right. thing of, well, you know, I might, uh, you know, uh, have this type of body, but I'm still not going to fuck you, you know. Right. So she would turn her weakness into a strength against the other person. So that's what right. I try and do. Right. Like, okay. You know, I know when I battle someone, it's going to be in, uh, well, Earl, you're so old that blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I might be double your age but you're double my weight and double my cholesterol and you're going to be dead in two years. Uh, right. I mean, Hey, you're in great shape, much better shape than I am. And I'm 18 well, years I mean, younger, but it's like, I think in roasting, if you can find a way to turn your weakness into a strength, into almost. a strength, you deflate the yeah. other person. That's like, a great, that's great advice. Um, you know, Doug Fager, uh, when him and, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe got into little. They didn't battle, but Tony was judging and Doug was uh, uh, battling. Doug's timing was amazing on that. But I, I think Tony went after him for his, uh, you know, his deceased brother, and uh, Doug was ready, and he had two home run zingers about his deceased brother. Yeah. So he turned what was obviously a, a huge weakness in terms of and something like, that's hard to handle. I, I shouldn't say weakness, but a huge target. Right into a strength. Right. It's Tony. a big griefing process and he turned it into a, he blew the room up with, with just laughter. Yeah. Cause I think some and his pe- timing was great on the second joke. Yeah. He waited the yeah. perfect amount. And I'm then, sorry, Tony, nobody's senior. Yeah. No special. one's senior yeah, special. Even my brother. Yeah. Uh, and perfect. like, you know, Pat Barker's the same way. Like he knows there's going to be a miscarriage joke, uh, you know, and he's ready for it. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, Connor McSpadden knows it's going to be a molestation joke against him. And he's ready for it. He's ready. Uh, so that's. You should, I mean, like you said before, if you're fat, you should have fat rebuttals because they're going to come after you for that. Well, because a lot of people are in denial. And if, uh, you know, you fucked a lot of people in the room, that's going to be brought up. Like, oh, well, you fucked yeah. this person. So. Right. I mean, yeah, you, you need to, uh, yeah. Okay. And if you're fat. There's nothing wrong with being fat. Just be ready for it. Be ready you're for a fat show. You're going to hear it, yeah. You know, uh, Pat Barker is great at having rebuttals for that. And, yeah, and you know, Alex yeah. Hooper yeah. has dry skin. 
Right. Alex Super's an amazing dude. Very. But, I mean, and he, I think his skin's better than it than it once was. Yeah, it's he, not, I don't even think it's dry no, to be honest with no. you. But but he knows that's coming and he's ready for so it. Have a great. you know have a yeah. I don't know a dry skin joke. Right. right. Yeah. So. Okay. Next question, Earl. You are known to wear leather pants. Does your dick stick to your pants or your leg? I just uh, wanted to have a non-roast battle question. Well, you know, I wear underwear when I wear leather pants. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I wear, like, usually Under Armour, you know, something that won't show any panty lines. Fair uh, enough. Well, yeah, everybody's seen your headshot. Yeah, I mean, I got a big dick. What am I supposed to do? It's not like, you know, it's not like Jamar or Hades size, but I'm not, you You think know. people are jealous about that? You're, you know, you're you're in great shape and you have a big dick. And, I have uh, haters out there. Uh, you know, I know some people recently have said, well, I'm glad Earl doesn't hate anymore. All he d- would do is say the same lines. Well, you do it for three fucking years. And it goes back to what you said about Tony's special. Like, yeah, I want to see you do it. Yeah, do it for three years. Uh, I'm sure if you ask Cena right now, or Saudi Prince, uh, you know, it's hard. You know, he's done it now, I think, three or four weeks in a row. And, you know, that's three or four weeks in a row, and it's hard. Try doing it for three years. And Fair the enough. same people who were saying, well, he just says the same things, are the same ones who were up my ass to sit at the haters' table. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, that's one of the few benefits uh, of being a comic for 16 years that doesn't have one enemy well maybe one right now but uh is everyone tells me everything right well that's true because people love you well you know yeah hey you're a gentleman Earl. For the most uh, part. i will i want to ask this uh if they if somebody of power comes up to you and asks you to be on season three in any capacity what do you say I would roast, uh, you know, I mean, I do think the haters role works on TV. I, I wish it was on season two, but it was not. Um, I think if you watch road to roast battle, uh, you and Saudi Prince did a great job. It, it works, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, that's out of my control. Um, but I would roast under a, um, I'd want to see my bracket first. Cause well, I'm, what if, what if I'm not he, running the gauntlet again, like have what some, if, have someone else do it. Right. Like, what if Keith carries your first opponent? Do you roast? I mean, that's tough. Uh, you know, I Or Olivia Grace. Uh, that's tough. I mean, I'm at the point now where I don't need to roast. Like uh, You've got a lot out of roast battle and you are very appreciative of it. Oh, listen, let me say this. Like Please uh, do. Uh, you know, I'm on the Showtime show I'm dying up here specifically because the writer saw me at roast battle. I'm on a, a show i can't talk about right now uh that's gonna be huge for me personally the 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 creator um saw me at roast battles so i i owe a lot to jeff and moses and comedy central and uh you know they've i mean uh comedy central flew me to new york to uh, do the Rob Lowe recap with Mike Lawrence, who I love. Uh, so I am very appreciative of everything I've gotten on this show. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to run the gauntlet again. Sure. Like it's, I've done enough for this show where it's time. Someone else gets a tough bracket. Right. You know, okay. someone else should, uh, you, you want to put Jimmy Carr and Tom Ballard against someone, put them up against someone else. Not me. So if they say, Earl, we want you on, but we're not going to show you the bracket until you sign. It's tough. I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I never say never. Uh, and, you know, certainly it's Roast Battle's a hit show. So it's like it's hard to walk away from it in that regard. But uh, I feel like, you know, I try not to be cocky. I, I will personally finance. If anyone from Comedy Central is listening, I will pay for an intern to go on Roast Battle's 
Twitter page and Comedy Central's uh, Twitter page, and 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 you look up every roast battle tweet of "Bring Back Who," and I guarantee you, ninety percent of those tweets are "Bring Back Earl." You know, I I, I didn't know a connection at uh, Comedy Central. Maybe maybe that person can hire me as the intern. I will pay. I swear to God, I'll do this. And there's a reason. And these aren't like people I, you know, tweet, say, hey, ask, put out, put out a tweet saying, these are people who are fans of the show. And, you know, I think by far and away, I would get, if they did a poll, I would get 80% of the vote. So I'm not saying I want easy uh, opponents. I don't. You know, after my run in Montreal, uh, you know, you look at the four people I had to face on five days notice. I'm, you know, and, and to face Mike Lawrence on Facebook Live with no judging, no crowd, just looking at him is, was probably the toughest battle I've ever had. Right. Uh, you're facing the season one champ with two camera guys in the room. Uh, I, yeah. I would. Uh, you got to get those guys to laugh. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the show survives with or without me. If I could get one point out in this interview. Please do. I never left the show to say, well, do it without me. They, they have. And, the, you know, season two was great without me. Uh, you know, Cena is killing it as the, uh, you know, hater now. But uh, you are missed. You need to know that. Well, not just me. A lot of the fans are talking. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, three years on the show. Every, I think I missed one show in three years when I went to Alice Cooper. You still watched on Periscope, if I remember correctly. I watched that show on Periscope yeah. after Alice Cooper. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I won't, uh, you know, just do any battle. Like I'm, like you know, I'm very like, hey, I've done a lot for this show. I've gotten a lot from this show. But I'm not going to face the three toughest people on my side of the bracket. Give that to somebody else who, you know, uh, hasn't uh, been on the show every week building the show up to where it is. You know, that someone else should have to run the gauntlet. I'm not saying I want three beginning roasters in my bracket, but, you know, I, I deserve to be taken care of in a sense of... You know, I mean, in Montreal, I had the toughest bracket by far. Right. By far. And, uh, you know. And you still prevailed. Well, you know, listen, uh, a lot of people are like, well, we don't really know if you beat Jimmy Carr. Uh, here's the thing. If you go on Comedy Central's website uh, for the roast battle uh, portion of the site. CC.com, by the way. CC.com. uh if you go michaelcosta.com michaelcosta.com for uh <laughs> the jokes that didn't work on this podcast go on his website uh, he'd be another great roaster you talk about a guy who's so fucking quick and he's good looking and like he, he's like matt broussard he doesn't have a lot of weak spots like uh but if you go on the website the rules state on roast battle that it's not just jokes yes it's a joke writing contest but it's presentation it's audience reaction and the judge's interpretation and uh, it's multiple things that go in yeah it's not just you know if it was just a joke writing contest there wouldn't be a tv show we would just uh -huh. email uh jeff ross and moses our jokes and they could just announce read on them Twitter out well that's the other thing is if it was just if it was nothing but writing, then it wouldn't be as successful as successful. And 
it wouldn't give us some of the best moments of Rose Battle history, which is the performance, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sure you want good jokes. I mean, I think. But you, you want the Alex Hoopers, you want the Earls, you want these people that come out, you know, uh, with a great intro and also deliver jokes after that. I mean, I think that's part of what makes it the success that it is today. Yeah, the if you look at some of the commercials uh, on season two for you know roast battle, uh, half the clips were of me against Tom Ballard with the wave oiling me up, and like it's watchable TV, um, you know. And uh, you know, there's a lot of questionable judging, you know, and and it's very much like MMA. I think roast battle judging, where uh, you know, I was watching. Uh, UFC, you know, and sometimes in UFC, they'll put a, a, a striker, which is a guy who throws punches or girl uh, against a wrestler. And uh, sometimes the wrestler will just uh, take the striker down and sit on them for three minutes. Now, to a lot of people, that's boring. Uh, but to a judge who likes wrestling, the wrestler's killing the striker. Now, to a judge who likes striking... He might look at the wrestler and go, uh, you're not really beating this guy. You're just sitting on him. And it's the same thing with uh, roast battle judging. You know, uh, I'm the me and Doug Fager are probably the, the two best at rebuttals. So, uh, but to someone who doesn't like rebuttals and like likes actual like jokes, they're going to be like, well, Earl right. and Doug don't really do it for me. Okay. So, you know, against Jimmy Carr, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who I've met once, uh, and Seth Rogen, who I'd met after our battle, they liked my um, performance over Jimmy's. Right. Uh, I think Seth Rogen... Rightfully Seth so. Well, listen, there's... I mean, that's, that's, that's their job is to judge, and they did their job. I lucked out that, you know, I mean, Seth Rogen said it perfectly. He's like, Earl, you had the higher highs, and you definitely had the lower lows, but I like to, wide the, I like to ride the roller coaster. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, that guy likes to stay high. Yeah, but so I mean, it worked out. You know, Jimmy probably had the better jokes. Uh, I would say my first three matched his, and then I had one that bombed. But the the clipboard when he said when uh, when I think Jimmy Kimmel, it, Jimmy, it looks like you're just reading off the uh, clipboard. He goes, "That's exactly what I'm doing. That's why it looks like that." Well, I mean, so that, it was he was hilarious. Oh, Jimmy's the best. So I brought him up the other night at co at the comedy store, and you know, like, he, oh, I saw that. That was a great little post. Yeah, he couldn't have been any nicer. <laughs> you gave him a great intro, and he said. He said, uh, you know, I asked for that or something yeah, like that. I he was said, like, Jimmy, how do you want me to bring you up? And he just looks at me and goes, just say I'm better than you are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Jesse Joyce. Like, I love Jesse Joyce. I don't see him a lot, but I really love him and respect him. And Jimmy Carr is like Jimmy Carr. Uh, yeah. People think. There's a respect factor there. Oh, absolutely. my God. He's like the best. Uh, okay. But. Uh, All right. You know, uh, it, it's so much of the, you know, if Sarah Silverman and Judd Apatow were judging that battle, they'd probably vote for Jimmy. Because right. I think they look at it more from the writer's perspective. Right. So, uh, okay. you know, and if I had a different judge against Sarah Tiana, like if I had Seth Rogen and Jimmy Kimmel against Sarah Tiana, I, I can't speak for them, but I think they probably would have voted for me. Right. So it's, it's hard it, to tell. You never know. And um, it's the same in the belly room. Uh, right. You know, it, it's the judging is all over the board in right. some of these matches. I got you. All right, Earl, we have eight more questions. We're rolling. We're having fun. Yeah, this is your interview. I'm, I'm just letting you know how much fun I'm having. Um, I talk a lot, but this, this is, is your, well, I, your floor. I kind of feel like uh, you're Tommy and I'm uh, you in this, and I, and I like that. I do want to ask, um, what are you going to miss most about 
your association with roast battle? Well, I miss the camaraderie, uh, you know, getting to like last night, I got a little bit of the old feeling back because, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but last night uh, there was a great battle between uh, Jeff Danish and uh, Nicole Buchanan. Oh, I know about it. I, I watched it. I was the matchmaker in that battle. Yeah, you're the uh, Cupid. I was the, um, you know, for you UFC freakers out there, I was the Joe Silva. Uh, you know, uh, I think Moses originally wanted Jeff to battle someone else. I'm like, you know, I think he should battle. You know, it's Jeff's first time doing roast battle. He was great. Oh, he's he's like a killer writer. And he he's another one like Benji, who if he did it more, he'd be. A that was his first time. And it looked like he's been doing it for a while. Yeah. His so, first one was a killer. Yeah. And Nicole's great. And, you know, it's very hard to beat a girl in the belly room because she's seven. That was her seventh battle, too. Yeah. And she's, she's likable. And, and three, four, I think. Yeah. She, but she's very she's great. You know, she's got that smile and that kind of that, you know, stoner look on her face. So uh, it's hard to beat a girl in the belly room okay. if it's an even battle, because okay. if you you don't you know, the guy runs the risk of looking like a bully, um, you know, which is like what happened with me and Whitney Rice. Like here I'm shitting on her looks and well, you're this, you're that. And it's like, Earl, she's great. What are you talking about? Right. Um, okay. So I met I miss the camaraderie of like the, the after show hang. Uh, but what I don't miss is seeing certain people there every week uh, sure. that I could do without. And okay. so uh, I mean, but I th is that something that you're going to deal with at the comedy store regardless? Because there's going to be people I mean, you like everyone for the most part. For the most part. There's, I mean, but that's going to be a, a tough thing. Um, well, I mean, at the comedy store, I'm afforded the luxury of... Uh, you're a paid regular. You're you're a known guy there. I'm incredibly lucky to be a paid regular there. But you're incredibly liked there. And I think... I was with you the other night, and I felt that I was getting people being nice to me because I was with you, which was great. To I, a degree. I mean, that's one of the unfortunate things. No, uh, I like... I, a little hey. bit of palming, but... Uh, <laughs> Fucking palmers. Oh, they're the worst. But, you know... Uh, like I said, I mean, the comedy store is the jungle. It's the number one club in the country. Maybe the seller in the comedy store, even, you know, welcome wanna, to Hollywood. I don't want to start a fucking turf war. Uh, but you have every comic in the country wants to be passed at the comedy. Dane store. Cook wants to be passed. Yeah. I mean, that's show. Here's Dane Cook. Uh, he might be passed technically. Maybe, maybe. Uh, he is. But I don't like, see his name on the wall, but maybe I'm wrong. But he might not be passed. Uh, I don't, th you know, he might not be. I don't think Tommy passed him, and I'm not sure uh, what's going on now. But like, here's one of the biggest comics in the world. He's played Madison Square Garden, you know, multiple nights. He's played the Honda Center. You know, I, I'm not, I think he played Staples Center, and he still wants to be passed at the comedy store. He might There's not. a reason for that. It's, it's the hottest club right now. It's just magic. And you look at the lineups. Like the other night I was on. Kevin Hart was there. Said, Kevin Hart, my uh, judge from the Tom Ballard match. Yeah. Uh, I met him before. He's the best. He's so nice and like. Calm. And like, I mean, he's really nice to people. And um, it's like this, that's how everyone should act. You know, when you see some of these cocky roast battlers walk around with their nose in the air, you know, because they just bullied one of their Long Beach friends into a win that no one's going to remember in 10 minutes. And then you see Kevin Hart. Who literally makes you know millions a day probably? And he shows up at the original room and then has a set that, you know, people said that he did fine, but he didn't kill because that is a tough room. But like there, and you know, I think he said to, he knows that though. He, but he didn't bump anyone. Like no. he said, hey, I'll go on whenever. You know, he's, he's a real comic and he's a real guy. Well, I he love gets that. the struggle and like, I love uh, that. And he's been there. Everybody, you know, everybody knows, uh, you know, his story. Um, what uh, who? Who are you most appreciative to over this process of roast battle? Because I well, know you're an appreciative guy. Well, really, Moses. I mean, Moses, uh, 
he didn't have to have a sidekick all these years. He could have just, you know, most comics would have been, uh, I'm going to hog the ball. I'm going to be the right. star of this He show. made you the Ed McMahon. Yeah. And uh, Jeff Ross, I mean, when Jeff came on, you know, he didn't have to right. have me on. He okay. could have told Moses, hey, we don't really need a third voice. So Moses and Jeff. And, and Comedy Central. I mean, you know, they're the number one uh, comedy network. Uh, just like no one even close to them. Right. And uh They've, you know, like I said, they flew me to New York. They, they uh, you know, on all the roast battle clips, they featured me prominently. Uh, you know, I think most people, if they were, um, you know, a little more appreciative in life, they'd get more, you know, like the roast right. battles done a lot for me. And uh, so I'm incredibly grateful. Okay. I like that answer. Um, after the fact, did any battle hurt you or do you think that you did or said anything that hurt uh someone that you battled or somebody that you were a hater to no battles uh have ever really hurt me because you know i know what i'm signing up for like um you know there have been uh battles that i uh have not been a part of where uh, uh i was uh, referenced that uh you know uh let's get into that because you and, and listen this is uh this is all You've mentioned, I'd say, on about 12 podcasts since Rose Battle 2, a specific event or person. I know the answer, and I know you are a gentleman, and you do not name names unless they are here to uh, defend themselves. So uh, I brought a guest along with me. I opened the door. No, I'm just kidding. I would like to know. Uh, you wouldn't fit. Oh, do you want to name names or no? No. You okay. know, it's. Like I think people know. It's been two months, uh, but, you know, it, it goes back to, uh, you know, just, you know, there's no... I thought I would try. Well, you know, it just at this point, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's been out there. I still get asked about the joke. You know, you the do. other day at Equinox, uh, someone asked me about the joke. Uh, was it a... Uh, just someone who's a fan of the show. And, uh, you know, I was in uh, a meeting... Um, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago with, a, you know, one of the biggest uh, agencies in the world and uh, they were roast battle fans and, uh, you know, I'm getting up, the meeting went really well. And I, just as I'm walking out the door, uh, a couple people from other offices came in. It's like, oh, we love you on roast battle, man. We we love the wrestling stuff. And hey, can we ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to ask me or they're going to ask me about beating Jimmy Carr or Tom Ballard yeah. or Kay Trevor or like going against Tiana. T Tiana or like, you know, whatever. And they're like, uh, hey, uh, you're not the guy that big dude was talking about cheating on so and so. And I'm like, Wow, this meeting just went from the greatest meeting in my life to wow. So, yeah, so uh, it's something that you're still dealing something with. Something that I still have to deal with. Right. You know, a few people are like, well, Earl, get over it. It's like, right. you know, I actually give a shit about what people think about me. Right. Uh, and if the joke was true, I'd have no problem with the joke. And I've said this a million times. Right. You know, if it was true. Well, because you deal, you know, in roast battle, if you uh, cheat or get cheated on, uh, you uh, it's going to be called out on a joke. It just yeah. is. You did not do what this I person not, alluded to. Uh, at at a Comedy Central taping, luckily they didn't air that joke. Well, you know. Uh, but regardless, a lot of people at the at the uh, House of Blues looked at you. The whole left side of the room looked at me as soon as the. Uh, I mean, literally, the joke wasn't even finished, and like 
a lot of people that I admire and respect and I know right. respect me look at me like, you piece of shit. And then and you're uh, still dealing with it today. Yeah, I'm still dealing with the fe okay. feedback. All right, well. So it's like, it's unfortunate. I think, you know, there's one rule of roast battle, no physical contact. But I yeah. would like to see an amendment uh, made that you can't tell a joke that's not true because right. it, you know, there's ramifications. And, you know, luckily, like people I really love and that love me, uh, and they care about me or like, we know you didn't do that, but you know, certain people still think that. And, uh, it's just not cool. Right. It's just, it's just not, there's no, uh, and, and, and some of his friends that are, well, dude, you know, no, I don't know. You know, it's like, I've done uh, probably a hundred roast battle jokes and written probably close to a thousand. You know, I've had 12 battles, you know, with Olivia, it was 406 jokes. So the other 11 battles, I probably wrote close to 600 jokes. Right. For Tom Ballard, I had 107. So yeah, not one okay. joke and a thousand jokes even hinted at a lie. No, I got uh, you. Hey, man, I got your back. Well, I, I get pissed about it still because it's just not like. Well, the fact that you're still getting questioned. Yeah, is, too, is by tough. industry. And like, by people at the gym. It's just it, you, you can't even go do your workout, which is something that you've talked about on my podcast, Disgusting Depression, about how. Uh, which I love. Thank you. Thank because you. Because it is. Comedy can be a depression. uh you know, it can get, get you depressed. If you're sure. not depressed, you will get depressed. Yeah. A lot of mental illness and comedy. Now you said that you like to go to the gym cause it, it gives you, you know, you're not always around comics when you do it. You like to play hockey cause you're not always around you know, comics you're around other folk. And that's really important to you. So when you're at the gym or you're at a hockey game or something and somebody asks you this question that just keeps following you, that's gotta be frustrating. What's well, the fucking worst, uh, you know, because it just, it just didn't fucking happen. And, right. Uh, you know, I don't want, you know, that, you know, potentially, you know, I, I've seen comics lose gigs for less. Like, you, right. you know. And hey, that joke that didn't happen maybe altered your friendship with somebody. Oh, absolutely. So. Okay. Uh, and we're not saying names. No, no. I mean, you know, people are going to figure it out. No, I know. Uh, I know. But, but, I but I'm like, not saying names. Uh, I just want to let you know, because I do respect Moses and other people uh, at Comedy Central that I, I don't want to say. I don't want to. You know, I, I'm doing my best to like, you know, not step on anybody's toes here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't mention names just because, you know, uh, in this subject matter, uh, you know, it's different when you ask me, would you battle this person again? You know, it's just about a battle, but like, this is like a personal situation right. that, uh, and also daddy has money and you don't want to get sued. Well, there's nothing I would say that would get, get me. No, scared. I know. I know. Uh, I just wanted to say that, you know, daddy but, has money. That was fun to say. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I, I got enough. I don't, <laughs> have to, I don't have to worry where my next meal's coming from. But uh, let me ask you this. Do you have any regrets on how you were to the specific person who made a lie about you? Did you do something or say no. something to this person? You did not. No. There's not one thing you could think of. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. No. Because I don't know. And, and, and to me, for somebody to be vicious to you like that, it seems as if it came from a different place. Well, I don't know. I can't speak for this person's mindset. Nor but there's nothing I, you could think of. No. You're like, oh, I, I wish I didn't do that or say no. that. Okay. I mean... Because uh, you were good to this person from oh, your believe understanding? Believe me, I was. Uh, but... Um, okay, fair enough. You know, I think that, uh, you know, the unfortunate thing about roast battles sometimes is you'll say or do anything to, to get a win. Right. And, uh, you know, some people cross a line. And that's fine, you know. Uh, it was very short-term thinking because, uh, like I've said many times before, uh, you know, uh, shows don't last forever. And uh, you're going to have to see me 
when roast battle is a memory and it's not going anywhere anytime soon right. but it doesn't nothing lasts forever and then you're gonna have to go up to the comedy store and uh my name's on the wall yours isn't right and, and you're sure you have a prime spot on that wall i got lucky but like yeah. the point is is like you know once roast battle's over you're gonna have to start from scratch again no one's going to give a shit that you were this record or this ranking. Same with me. Right. And, uh, you know, just, okay. you got to think long term in this You're business. Right. You're right. All I've right. seen more people burn bridges. You know, you might think, well, you know, Earl's an unknown comic. What bridge is this going to burn? Well, I'm a bridge that everyone loves. Yeah, that's true. And this business is all based on fucking... Uh, connections and referrals you're the golden gate bridge baby well no i mean i in one sense i'm a complete nobody uh, but uh you know uh in another sense uh i almost get asked every day uh, or not every day but every week by uh managers agents talent coordinators hey what do you think of this person what do you think of that person yeah. what do you think of this person i know firsthand in the industry because i know some people that you are very loved and respected and you that you work hard and that people want to work with you and they think very highly of you. And that's the truth. But that's how I got on the Showtime show. Uh, you know, just showing you how random uh, things can happen for you. The writer saw me at Roast Battle. Uh, they, uh, like, I don't know, a week later were casting for what eventually became my role. And uh, they had asked, I don't want to say the comic's name because maybe he doesn't, you know, want to be uh you know mentioned uh but he works on the show and uh they were like well we need this role for a late night comic kind of bitter but really funny going through a divorce and i've never been married but like you know i think my uh, you know current uh, status would help lend uh to that uh character right. and uh th the comic brought up my name it's like well i got this guy earl he, he guys may have seen him on the roast battle and every i guess they were like oh that guy who does the heckling yeah let's bring him in see that's 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 what that's a uh, some advice to you uh comics to to treat people well um, well, you should treat people always, well. always. It doesn't matter Not about being a comic. Not to get anything yeah. uh, out. Uh, right. Well, you were raised right, Earl. I think some people weren't. That's the truth. Well, yeah. And, you know, but like treat people well because that's how you should treat everyone. I, I could not agree more. All right. Two more questions. Um, I already kind of asked one, so I'm not going to ask it again. It was it was about uh, your hater chair and, and we kind of, you know, you would like it to be retired, but if it's going to stay there. Seen as the Prince. only one or right. Saudi Prince. Nah, he's cool with it. Um, I think. Uh, okay. Second to last question. What do you hope happens to Roast Battle, the show? I hope it still becomes uh, even bigger than it already is. I mean, it's like I said, it's done amazing things for me. I wanted to do amazing things for other people. Like that's know, very, that's a class act. Of but it's true though. Like uh, Pat Barker's gotten writing jobs from it. I mean, Alex Hooper got like his first major TV credit with it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Leah K. Janey and uh, you know, Olivia, uh, Olivia's, you know, uh, a darling of comedy central and uh, you know, uh, Joe Dosh. Uh, shout out to Joe Dosh for being the newest paid regular at the comedy store. Oh, did he get it? He got it along with the great Jack Knight, who a lot of people will forget, but Jack Knight was an original OG member of the Negro Wave. Yeah. Jack the, Knight, a uh, great guy. Great guy, great comic. But Love that, Joe, too. That's, uh, you Good know, for them. Speaking of those two guys, it's. Those are two guys who... Uh, They've earned it. They, they're they great guys. They're nice guys. And you don't think that 
you know, I can't speak for how they got passed at the store based other than based on their great performances, but I'm sure someone was asked, Hey, what do you think about Jack Knight? What do you think about Joe Dosh? And I'm knowing my heart. Everyone's like, they're great guys, cool guys. They'd fit in here. So, uh, you know, it just pays to be nice. Right. You'll get things out of it. You selfish fucks. Okay. So before I ask my final question, I want to thank you for letting me do this. It's been an honor. Dude, you were the only guy, I, you know, uh, that I thought, you know, you come from a sports casting background, you know, you're not, you know, you were really the only, and you obviously have a connection uh, at the comedy store and roast battle and a fan of the show. So you were, were really the only one I thought that would do a competent job. Well, it means a lot and I hope I did. All right. Final question. Do you have anything you want to say to your fans and or haters? Well, I think Cat Williams said it best. If you have seven haters, find an eighth hater because that means you're doing something right. Uh, <laughs> of course, I want to be loved by everyone. And I yeah. think you are by most. For the most part. Uh, not everyone. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I go about things in the right way. I always try and hook up people with gigs. You and do. I don't care if they hook me up with gigs. You hook me up with this one. This is going to be my most listened to podcast. I was maybe the lowest ranked uh, inappropriate Earl. Now I might be up there. The the top. Uh, you're 10. up there. I mean, uh, you know, you're not in the Roddy Piper, Tommy Morris, uh, red band category, but uh, hey, this one, I think this one might touch red band territory. That's what it I'm could. Say. You know, it's uh, I, I think, you know, people, uh, you know, if you're into it, share it and retweet it and all that stuff. Right. Uh, so I don't have to tell this story anymore. Right. Uh, and uh, okay. Okay. This was therapy for me to... It uh, helped me too. I'm glad I got some answers out of you. Well, I mean, Roast Battle is an amazing show. I've done comedy in LA now for a full 16 years. I've never seen a show last this long. Yeah. You know, I mean, last night it's, I wasn't in the room, but it seemed packed when I got there. And, uh, you know, there's also, you know, there's uh, a, a new generation of roasters like the Robbie Goodwins, Richie Gaines. Uh, Eric Abenante. Eric Abenante is like really good. Sarah Keller. Sarah Keller is good. Uh, Quentin Moscatello. I you saw know, him last he's night. He's good. Uh, there's a whole group of, you know, Toby is awesome. Uh, Tony Bartoloni. Uh, Bartoloni, you know, his entrances are state of the art, but, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's got to maybe uh, work on the uh, material. <laughs> uh, but he's great. And uh, so the, the show's not going anywhere anytime no. soon. Fair so, enough. And, and Brian Moses got big things coming for him. Right. And, and Jeff Ross is the king. And, uh, yeah. you know, the wave is, you know, Jeremiah Watkins, Jamar, Willie, uh, Haiti, Pat Barker, Pat Bar. I mean, there's so many people, you know, 99% of the people on the show are great. You know, there's right. a 1% that aren't, which is half the reason I, I left. Cause I just, you know, I remove myself from things that don't make me happy. That's smart. It's just the way I got to operate, you know, right. uh, that's why I started playing hockey again Sundays Yeah, to be around people who work at Walmart and Sam's club. They don't give a shit about the business. They of just want to play hockey and have a good they time. They just want to play hockey for a few hours. You know, they're uh, not winning these trophies. You have no, tons of trophies. Ton, that's not even half of them. I oh, collect shit. trophies. Like I collect roast battle victims. <laughs> uh, so Fuck, man. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. Um, we do have one thing to plug. We're on a show together. Pat Barker's headlining it. It's at the Junkyard in Simi Valley free show. Um, it's uh, May 26th at 8 p.m. 
Yeah, if you're in Simi Valley, check it out. It's a great lineup. Delaney Fisher, the Val, the Valducci triplets. The Valducci triplets. Of course, that's three days after that sham championship, uh, New York versus L.A. <laughs> battle. So good luck with that. Um, All you Palmers out there, I don't have a spot for you. Yeah, so, so keep asking other people. Yeah, yeah. No spots for you. Uh, so uh, be nice to people because you should be nice to them. Not so you can get a spot or palm and, uh, you know, think long term, you fools, because uh, no matter uh, who you burn, uh, they might be someone one day. You know, I can't tell you how many open micers I've seen go on to be huge comics. Whitney Cummings you started with. Whitney Cummings I started with. I used to do open mics at the Hot Wired Cafe with Natasha Legero, and now she's, you know, the darling of Comedy Central. So, you know, all the people who, you know, Adam Devine, when he wasn't even a door guy, at the improv but the fucking booth guy you know how many people probably shit on him and thought oh this guy's a fucking loser and now they're probably asking him yeah hey can i get on uh workaholics uh, can i go to the mtv movie award yeah i think he's the host of it can i do uh this show and don't think he doesn't remember who was nice to him and who wasn't and when russell peters was a struggling comic in canada and oh who's this idiot fucking you know doing indian jokes well now who's the fool right and he takes care of people yeah don't think russell doesn't remember who wasn't nice to him and who was so uh you know just remember it's a long fucking haul, this business. It's a cold business. It's a cold business. And, uh, you know, if you make enemies in it, especially if you're an enemy of mine, I don't forget. I don't forgive. So good hey, you luck. You hold grudges a little bit. I hold grudges big time because I'm a very respectful person. So if someone disrespects me, they get in the crosshairs and they never leave. So uh, good luck with that. Good luck at the comedy store. Good luck at the improv where I'm loved. Uh, <laughs> trust me on that one. Don't think those calls haven't been made. Uh, I don't know anyone at the Laugh Factory, but I'll work on that. You'll so get there. You better hope Roast Battle survives another 10,000 seasons. Uh, so and uh, to my New York roasters, I love you all. Zach Amico, Scott Chaplin, Eli, Louis J. Gomez. I will be judging... Uh, and this is confirmed. I will be going to Skankfest and judging Naked Roast Battle. Who's on that? Uh, Lindsey Jennings, a couple other people. Uh, and uh, Anybody you don't like? It's funny how things work. It's very funny how things work. I don't know who's on the rest of the okay, show. Okay, fair enough. But uh, Lindsay Jennings, I mean, I might just fucking go to yeah, see that. I know a lot of people who are going just to see her naked, uh, which is you can sign on to her uh, Snapchat. private Snapchat. Yeah. I forget the address. She's only plugged it about 70 times <laughs> on the uh, show she was Between on. that and Tony Bartoloni's show, I don't know who's been plugged Yeah, more. I mean, I've seen worse plugs in a butt plug factory. Uh, but uh, yeah, Naked Roast, uh, Skank Fest, New York, Jay Okerson, Louis J. Gomez. Uh, they're the best. Dave, uh, uh, Dave Smith. Dave Smith. I don't really know he's him. A, yeah, he's nice. I met and, him once. Uh, the, the great Patrick Milligan. If you're in the, the New York comedy scene, uh, the stand. If you're, if you're going there for spots, go to the stand. It's like the Patrick uh, is the, the, he's how all bookers should be. He'll straight up, he'll tell you the deal. He'll get you up if he can. He's Adam like. 
yeah, Adam's, uh, you know, Adam's straight up, you know, Paige at the improv straight up too. she'll tell you the deal, uh, you know, and uh, it's just how everyone should be, you know. Uh, and Yeah. Do it in a nice way. Be nice to people. It's really you should be. And, uh, you know, don't bully people because, you know, the problem with bullies is one day you're going to bully someone who just might be a bigger bully. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but, uh, you know, just be careful out there. It's a cold business. And I'd like to thank Casey for letting me use my 15 minutes of fame to explain the rights and the wrongs of this show. What's right is Moses and Jeff Ross have been good to me from day one. Comedy Central, day one. What's wrong is some of you jackals out there have no clue. You know, you want to play with fire, you might get burned. And I'm the fucking devil. You want to sign off by saying where people can find this podcast? This is your podcast, baby. They can find it on SoundCloud or iTunes. And rate and review, please, because Inappropriate Earl helped save my life. And just know this. And watch uh, Discussing, or not watch, but listen to... uh, Discussing depression. Yeah, you've been on there. That's on iTunes. iTunes, uh, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. That's, you know, it's uh, comedy can be a depressing business. And uh, Casey's a good dude. He's suffering through his own uh, issues with uh, depression. I am. We all are. If you're a comic, you have depression. Even if you're a TV executive, you got fucking depression dealing with idiots like me hitting you up. So, uh, thanks for having me do this, man. It means a lot. Dude, it means honor. a lot to me. Hopefully, people enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I'll address the haters now if you think, oh, God, Earl seems kind of bitter. Uh, I, I answered every question truthfully. Uh, I hope they were okay. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I don't, you know, they were your questions. Who am yeah. I to say your questions were right or wrong? If uh, you didn't like my questions, you can uh, tweet me at Casey Moran one or uh, Instagram, Casey Moran 11, or uh, Facebook me. Yeah, and uh, if you didn't like Casey's questions, I tell you what, you know, he's got two sheets of paper with like 40 questions on him. You write two sheets of paper with your fucking questions. And, uh, you know, this is the last time I really talk about, you know, and I haven't, you know, I don't want to say I've left the show, but I've taken a hiatus. Never say never. A little sabbatical. You might see uh, me uh, run through the doors uh, to do uh, one last battle like The Undertaker. I only do the pay-per-views and title shots. And if I ever am the champion, I'm not going to look at the rankings. Go, I think I'll take the 17th guy or girl. So, uh, you know, this has been a fun one. We'll, uh, Casey's coming back to do a, a non-roast battle podcast next week. Yep. I'll be here. And I'm out uh, in Hollywood for a few weeks. Yeah, Casey's out in Hollywood, so we, we're going to have him back on, and we're going to, you know, just uh, discuss life. And I just whatnot. don't want it to be a, a two. Uh, I only have my uh, alone episode for two hours. Fucking Eric Abenante had like three weeks. That guy, man, I love him a lot, but I, I kind of want to challenge him for a roast battle for that. I only got two hours. You should do. I'm a great matchmaker. I've already- All right, Eric, it's on. It is on. So Eric Abenante, you want a battle? You got Casey Moran. I'm one and zero, baby, but it should be three and zero because I beat the tr- Valducci triplets. Well, don't worry about the rankings. Those rankings mean about as much as a fucking book read by Stevie Wonder. You, you know, uh, I mean, they might as well. You know, when you've got, uh, you know, we've gone in. I don't want to bore people, but like, you know, one versus fifteen. You might as well just put twenty names in a fucking bucket and draw numbers, and that's how we'll do roast battle from now on. I only take on the best.
So just the pay-per-views. Yeah, and I'm already getting tweets and emails about challenges. Listen, I ain't in the rankings. I pick who I want to battle. Right. I, I'm going to beat the best. I'm not going to battle someone in the top 50. <laughs> Deal with it. If you don't like my attitude, say something to my face instead of behind my back. But I don't think many of you have the stones to do that because you're all a bunch of bullshitting palmers. And I hear everything. <laughs> Got a call the other night at three in the morning. Earl, this person said you were this and that. It's all good. Because the person who told that person never would have put me and this person together. I got sources everywhere. So deal with that, Jack. <laughs>